Hi everyone, and welcome to Raspberry Rock ASMR with me, Alicia. The longest day of the year, June 21st, has come and gone. It signifies a number of things for me, which are good, bad, and neutral. The good thing about the day is it marks the first day of summer. Let's be honest here. Canadian winters are long, and depending on where you live in Canada, can be quite harsh, though some people may enjoy extremely cold temperatures. Summer really needs to be six months out of the year. It sort of sneaks up on you and goes by way too quickly for my liking. The bad thing about summer, and really this starts to happen in the spring, are the bugs. Black flies, then deer flies, mosquitoes, ticks, and I'm sure there are many more whizzing around to get us. June 21st is also a good and bad day. It signifies the longest day of daylight of the year for those of us that live in a particular part of the world. But it also means from that day onward, the days will begin to get shorter bringing us back to fall and winter. The neutral outlook of this day is the acceptance of all that it brings and to simply carry on and make the most of it. The seasons inevitably change and time moves forward. Life and life experiences reminds me of this outlook in that there are the good aspects there are the bad situations, and there is also the neutral frame. I typically avoid conflict and confrontation at all costs. I do not like the unease feeling it creates for my body, mind, and spirit. It is also quite exhausting to be in that state of mind, yet my readings about mindfulness suggest that the art of mindfulness is not all sunshine and unicorns. To practice the full spectrum of mindfulness, we should really be interested in the good, the bad, and even the neutral. Reading this was an aha moment for me. Leaning into the bad is actually good? Let me process that for a beat. I attended a workshop today in which the facilitator explained to the group about experiencing dark times. But if we were to light a candle, the dark would be lit, illuminating brightly and highlighting a type of goodness. Yet a candle can only burn so long, reminding us that moments are limited. Looking back on my life experiences, a sprinkling of drama has certainly taken up its fair share of occurrences. Even though I try my best to stay in the present moment, certain situations occurring in the present tend to transport my mind back to a particular past drama of my life. Let me illustrate what I mean, and hopefully it will all become clear to you. There is a harbor front located along one of the major lakes near the city center. 
It is always bustling with activity, such as festivals, performances, and it has a variety of restaurants and a marina. I love walking around and soaking up the vibes of the atmosphere. It's great people watching if you happen to sit on one of the patios, especially in the summer months. If you sit near the water, you can catch a variety of boats sailing away with some people waving back to the onlookers on the shore. There are some boats that are docked during the day and go out late in the afternoon for dinner cruises, touring around the lake. Keep this in mind as I set the scene. My partner surprised me with a weekend away in the big city. It was a time to unwind and relax and reconnect with each other. I truly appreciated the break and the thoughtfulness that was put into the weekend. It was much needed. The first evening, we went to a little tucked away place and got to see a remarkable jazz performance. From there, we went to dinner and stuffed ourselves with yummy food. Afterwards, we were entertained with a piano player who at the end of the evening was taking requests, which we happily yelled out, proceeding to do a haphazard version of an 80s song. Our evening left us with enjoyable memories. The next morning, we ventured down to the harbor front, as the weather was forecasted to be a gorgeous sunny day. The warm weather also encouraged people to venture out too. As we wandered around, the day progressively passed and our tummies began to rumble. It was time to eat. Now, when warm weather is upon us, I must seek out a patio and soak in being outdoors, eating a meal, sipping on a beverage, and taking in all that is around me. It is absolutely something I must do to satisfy my senses. We found a patio near the lake and all was good until I saw something. That something was one of those dinner cruise boats. It slowly cruised by the patio. Picture the scene. Lively music was blaring. People were dancing, laughing, and waving to us, while others were gazing off in the distance. There were sounds of the clinking of glasses, and it generally looked as though people were having a great time. As I surveyed the scene before me, the boat, the people, the overall mood, I was suddenly transported back to my high school graduation party. Depending on how you look at it, high school can be a mixture of fun and stress. For those nearing completion of their high school journey, there is potential anxiety of finding a job, applying to college or university, or simply trying to figure out the next phase of your life. I looked forward to the graduation celebrations as a way to close the chapter of a part of my life that had its ups and downs, from a teenager point of view. This was also a sad point in my life. Gone were my carefree days. Gone were my younger years as I entered adulthood, and those friendships that I held near and dear to my heart would be separated by distance and divergent paths. It really was bittersweet for me. High school was a moment in time. Our graduation party was to take place at the harbor front on one of those dinner cruise boats. 
my group of friends and I met at a friend's prior to heading to the harbor front to reflect on the past five years. We were so happy, so excited. All of us were dressed up for the occasion. We traveled down together, and as we were approaching the dock, we noticed that the rest of our graduating class were casually dressed. T-shirts, shorts, sneakers, etc. Uh-oh. Did we miss the part on the invitation that said casual attire? Needless to say, we felt awkward, out of place, like we were in grade nine all over again. We certainly didn't feel like the cool kids. Personally, I just wanted to go home and hide under a rock. However, we collectively entered the boat and made the most of the evening. Some people even gave us nice compliments on our attire. We laughed, we partied, we celebrated, we clinked our glasses. Still though, the initial experience stuck with me and clearly has always stuck with me. So much so that fast forward to me sitting on that patio well into my adulthood and the narrative along with the emotions I felt that evening so many years ago all came flooding back as if it were yesterday. What was supposed to be an enjoyable afternoon on the patio with my partner was sidetracked by the emotional feelings and mental state of the past. The pit of my stomach felt icky. I was physiologically reacting to the experience as if it was happening right then and there. What if during those times of reliving the past, we could detach ourselves enough to relax the physiological responses of the body and to also quiet the mind into a bit of stillness and awareness of what is going on inside us. I could have shifted the narrative inside my head of that boat cruise, focusing on it as a memorable celebration, and it was a significant chapter of my life. Narration, inner voice, self-talk, call it what you will, goes back and forth in our headspace every day. It's the voice that says, I hope the rest of the graduating class isn't looking at me funny and laughing at me because I'm all dressed up. The part of the brain that controls the experience of pleasant or unpleasant can feel less restrained with a bit of mindfulness put into practice. This is where I can catch myself being caught up in the moment of my memory. I can purposely sit back and simply observe the narrative. By sitting back, relaxing the tension in my body, I have created a mindful moment of space where I don't need to run. I don't need to freeze. I am safe. I am secure. I am fully present and feel at peace. In these moments, meditative breathing can be used as a tool to help anchor the narrative, putting it into neutral with no judgments. No doubt our ego self has evolved with a certain instinct to survival, not only in a material sense, but also in a physical, spiritual, and emotional sense. 
But the ego is only a fraction of us. I am mindful that this fraction should not overtake how I live day to day. Have I mastered the good, the bad, and the neutral? No. It is continuous work to notice the narrative full of drama and then to let them go. It is even harder work to turn into and accept what is bubbling to the surface. By being open to what is arising, I acknowledge its presence instead of resisting it which, in the case of my weekend getaway, caused unwanted anxiety rather than enjoying the here and now. Mindfulness is more than an exploration of the positive. It is being open to the exploration of the good, the not-so-good, and the neutral, making us more resilient to whatever comes our way. Wishing you a wonderful rest of the week, my friends. Music